German masala sit back and listen to German masala sit back and listen to German masala Hello everyone welcome to the next episode of German masala podcast I'm your host Herbeer and I'm your other host Alex This is the 10th episode we were supposed to record it 2 weeks ago but I was unfortunately a little bit under the weather a little bit sick so we thought okay because of the pandemic going around these days let's not meet each other let's not be one of those super spreaders <laughs> <laughs> and we said okay uh, let's postpone it and that's why we are recording it 2 weeks after today it's 3rd of November 2020 right it is It is the third of no. It's a special day, I would say, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely special day. Um, other than being the special day, right now we also have uh, some restrictions in Germany. We have this part, uh, partly lockdown. How would you call it in English, Alex? Yeah, I would say it's a partial lockdown. You're a right. Partial, I mean, yeah. yeah, we have some certain restrictions, and some others were. not lifted but not as strict as before so yeah i would say partial lockdown yeah but that's the reason why we are not sitting together in one single room uh rather than that we thought okay let's do this one remotely just to be sure that we are safe everyone else is safe you know the people we meet etc and i think a lot of people are taking these precautions these days which is a good thing Oh yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Even though like technically just so everybody listening not in Germany knows what's going on, we could have met in person. The current limitation is two people uh sorry, maximum 10 people from two different households and since we're just two people from two different households, we could have, but you know, uh stay safe everyone. We don't want to uh endanger anyone and we thought this is probably for now the best way to to do this. Exactly. I mean hopefully next couple of episodes we will be meeting again personally face to face sitting together and then recording the episodes. Um cool. This is again as said this is 3rd of November 2020 the day which we are recording uh, on and as Alex said it is a special day. It is a special day because there's it's it's an election day in the US. It and is. right now <laughs> everyone or a lot of people at least are you know looking towards the US and waiting to see what's going to happen over there who is going to win the elections and this topic is everywhere and you can't escape it that's the reason i thought that let's talk about who is going to be the next president of the united Ooh, states wow <laughs> that's a good topic that's also a, i i guess this will get a little controversial again uh yeah. so maybe for some of our viewers who weren't with us over the last you know nine episodes and are just tuning in today this podcast works by either one of us bringing a topic and always you know switching it up so last time it was my turn to bring a topic to this podcast and the the catch here is that the other that the other person doesn't know what we're we'll talking about so i basically have zero preparation in like mind or matter to know what we are talking about and apparently it's the election right is there anything specific you want to focus on or is it just like the the next president of the united states <laughs> so i just wanted to know your thoughts about who you think is going to win the election i know what i think so i will present my 
thoughts as well on this. But the good thing is you just talked about our last, last episode in which uh, the topic was debates and the culture of debate, right? And we talked about how we can. So this happened after the first presidential debate in the US. And we talked about how you could make make it better right because there were like there was a lot of shouting going around in the first debate and no one actually was able to properly present their arguments from both the candidates right and we were talking about how how this could be made better and one of the arguments we presented Alex was what if uh, you were able to sort of mute the candidate as a host <laughs> right yes and this is what they did in the in the next uh, debate right they they said that the host or the moderator will have the power to mute the candidates and that's why i think the whole debate was a lot more civil than the first one yeah i mean maybe that's part of the reason why but i agree i mean this is we we did talk about this and and hopefully this did help to make a case for more transparency or not even more transparency, just more discussion where people can actually take something away from these debates, right? Because as we talked about it last time, that was the main point. Um, but I guess now we're looking actually ahead to like tonight in the US maybe. So when you're listening to this, the results obviously will be out uh, yeah. or or maybe not. I mean, this. So, so this is maybe the first big part, right? We may not know who the president is until i don't know next week or something um which is totally fine you know like there is no need to know this right now but uh looking at what donald trump has been talking about and tweeting about he's like no there has to be a result on election night which is just logistically almost impossible right now because there's so many you know voters by mail which obviously i mean we're in a pandemic you don't want to be going out to a place where a lot of people are and frankly, the president himself, or at least his his um, his daughter and his son, uh, like they were on Air Force One holding up their mail-in ballots, which is, you know, just so, <laughs> oh my, it yeah. was, you know, and then condemning this. But, but yeah, so this is the first point. Like I'm, I myself am like, I'm concerned a little bit, not because of, you know any well i'm because because of exactly that actually like i'm concerned about this specific election because i do believe that there may be that case happening that on election night it may look like one candidate is winning and then getting all the votes counted that came in by mail drop in ballot all of these things will completely or at least partially change the result so that one party over the other will win which mm may anger one party more than the other party and um mm. yeah you, you know why they why trump has been pushing this narrative that the mail ballots might be fraud and everything the reason is that they are thinking right now most of the democrats or most of the people who are going to use mail ballot are going to be democrats and republicans on on the other hand are probably I don't know how how they found this out. Maybe there were some studies, etc. But they are thinking that uh, Republicans are going to go to the voting centers and are going to put their ballots actually in the boxes over there. And that's why he's pushing this whole thing that this uh, postal or this uh, mail ballot uh, might be might be um, a fraud. You know, and uh, as you were saying, I. I 
sort of share your thoughts on this as well. This might be a very difficult situation, something uh, that hasn't happened a lot in the past in the US, I think, where people are saying, okay, we are not going to accept the results, right? Yeah, yeah, and this is, I mean, I've, I maybe dove too deep in the bubble there. Yesterday I watched a TED talk on some loopholes in the American constitution, basically in the law, that would legally allow you to not concede to the next president, which is just, I was shocked when I when I watched that video. There is apparently like a legal way to say, no, I'm not leaving. And then it it will go to, I, I yeah, I don't remember everything. And I think it will go to like the states and the states will then in the end have to vote, not even like by population and representatives, the states will have to vote. And this didn't happen for over a hundred years. I want to say the last time was in 18 something. Um, I don't know. It, it just sounds crazy. And I just really hope that we are not getting to that point. Um, but I mean, you, you, you posed the first question, which was, who do you think the next president is going to be, right? Yes. And this one is so hard, but only, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I think I would be more optimistic about Biden and Kamala Harris being president and vice president if it weren't for the last election. Like the last election, that one really, I'm a, I'm a person who believes in science, believes in, in data, believes in, in statistics. That's part of my job. But also um, last time it just showed me how flawed these can be. Right. And not even actually not even that flawed, because honestly, like the popular vote was won by um, by uh, Hillary, Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. by Hillary Clinton. Uh, but obviously, since this, the whole electoral college, it, it was Trump who who won the office, basically. So at least it gave me some sense of, well, not everybody is for Trump. It's actually the majority is for Clinton. It's just stupid how they set it up, honestly. I think it's a stupid system. But this time, you know, you see all these polls going around and, and they're all like, oh, yeah, so Biden is ahead and, and Biden is currently leading the race. And and I'm like, I really want to believe this. So to be completely, you know, upfront, I definitely don't want Trump to be a second term president. And I do want Biden and Harris to win, even though I, I don't agree with everything they say, as it was mm -hmm. with, with uh, Obama, for example. But... Honestly, those are just people who put people first, who are just, you know, nice and all of that good stuff that I just want to see in presidential candidates and even in the president, to be frank. Um, however, I, I just right now I'm so indecided. Like I, I'm going to say I think Biden is going to win. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I agree with what you said about the polls being uh, wrong last time. Um, like there were a lot of predictions that Hillary was going to win. And this time again, this they are saying Biden is going to win, right? Um, the thing about uh, electoral college that you said, okay, that Hillary did win the popular vote, but she did not win the electoral college. But I think polls should take that into consideration as well, right? I don't know how they would do this. Maybe, maybe there's a scientific method to do this, but this should be happening. Maybe they are doing it as well this time. But I honestly think, although I hope that Biden and Kamala will win, but I think Trump is going to win. That's to interesting. Honest. Yeah. So this is like one of the first times we 
actually really disagreed about something on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I mean, we both agree on one point that we both want Biden to win. Sure, yes. <laughs> well, that's but, good. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, Trump is going to going to win. It's just it's it's sort of a gut feeling right now as well. The thing is, uh, I don't know if we talked about this uh, sometimes uh, sometime in the past, but last time like four years ago i used to work for a consulting company we had a colleague uh, she was from new york and she was working here in germany and we were having breakfast together like one week before the uh, elections and she was saying trump is never going to win she was saying he that guy is a joke it can never happen right and after one week, I can still remember we were sitting together in the hotel lobby. We were having breakfast, like all the colleagues. There were 10 people, I think. And she came down and someone told her, oh, Trump just won. And you must have seen her face, man. And I, and she was not the only person who was thinking that, you know, on she was not even one of the few people who were thinking, like a lot of people were thinking Trump has no chance, right? But he still won. The thing is with, all the social media and all the different channels we have right now, you have, you sort of live in your own echo chamber, right? You keep listening to people whom you like, who think the same way as you do as well. So if someone is a Democrat, they might be listening to all the, you know, they might be listening to CNN or they're on their Facebook page, they might only be getting uh, feed from people who are a little bit left oriented, you know? So this makes you feel that your candidate is going to win. And that's why I think, and I, I also think by the way that this whole thing uh, that the polls are saying Biden are going to win might be a bit dangerous for Biden as well, because people might think, okay, my candidate is going to win anyway, so I don't have to go out and vote. Yeah, I can be a little bit lazy. You yeah, know? That's, that's, that's the big one. But luckily, I saw that so many people pushed for voting, like even people like on social media, on YouTube, who have usually avoided topics like these have now been raising their voices and I don't know. I think it's just, it's good to see on the one hand, but I completely agree. Like the more people talk about, oh, the polls are up for Biden or whatever. Like the more people have an excuse to say, well, I thought he was going to win anyway and just don't go. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, and I really hope this is not going to happen. I mean, I, I guess by the time people will listen to this, they, the choice has already been made, maybe not public because the votes are still being counted. So please be patient, but it will, <laughs> you know, you would have to have your vote already cast it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Trump also said one thing about Germany. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. He says so many things about Germany. All right, go ahead. What did he say? Uh, so in one of his, uh, campaign rallies, he was like, okay, Countries like China and Germany, they don't really want me to win because I am, you know, he was, I, I don't know exact wording, but he was basically saying I'm, I'm bad for them because I think about America first. And to be honest, I live in Germany. I am a German citizen. I do not want Trump to win, but <laughs> it does not saying. have anything to do with the trade or you know with him thinking about america first right yeah it's just that i don't think a person who thinks and behaves like him 
or like a child. I don't even want to say child because you know it's like it's like also insulting children a little bit. <laughs> but true, person like true. him holding one of the most powerful positions in this world, if not the most powerful position, right? That's that's my reason. What do you think, Alex? Is it similar for you as well? Yeah, I mean, same here. Been been living in Germany for quite some time. Also lived in the U.S. for some time, you know, and still the German citizen. And I definitely do want Trump to lose. I want Biden to win. So he's right on that front. But it's not about him putting America first. Well, actually, it's maybe him believing he puts America first, what he thinks is bad. So, for example, what I think is bad for Germany, but for the entire world is, for example, the U.S. pulling out of the climate, uh, the Paris Climate Agreement, right? Stuff like that, where he may think he's putting America first with that, which I completely disagree with. Even if I'm in the U.S., I would completely disagree with that. So it's it's more on those lines. Like the trade, sure, I want every economy in the world to do well, right? I, I want American companies to do well. I want German companies. I want Chinese companies for that fact to be well. I want you know consumers to have the choices they have. And I'm against having huge taxes, which are basically only there to anger another company, company, sure, or another country, right? So I'm against that. But I'm for, you know, also protecting local farmers, for protecting some of the market to have jobs in there. So, you know, there there has to be a balance of everything. And I don't disagree with putting your own, I mean, you're the president of that country. Frankly, this is your job to protect your country, your people, and in in a sense, put them first, which I don't disagree with his overall statement. I just, as you said, completely disagree with the way he does certain things like that. And I frankly think a president should be someone who shows compassion, who who puts the majority of his people first. And, and this is what really drove it home for me over the past days, who is not dividing a country. Right. This is. Did you see the the bus, like the like the Barra, uh, the Biden Harris campaign bus in Texas, being surrounded by basically pickup trucks with people with guns in it that looked like the freaking IS. Like, did you see the wow. video of that? I, I did not, but I did. Uh, you you mentioned it yeah. yesterday in our call, so I did wanted to talk to you about it. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about it, like how this happened and where this happened, et cetera? Yeah, I mean, it, it was basically a um, Texas is obviously a state that has been turning more blue and blue over time. So more democratic. And this is a state that is obviously really important because it's a big state, important state. So it is only, you know, it's it's only logical that the people who are running for president would usually want to hold their campaign rallies, especially towards the end of the campaign in states that they think they can win, but are currently undecided. So mm. obviously Biden-Harris wanted to have an event there. And while they themselves weren't on that campaign bus, the bus was obviously, it was hugely like, you, you could see that it was a Democrat bus. It even said Biden-Harris on the side, if I don't remember. Uh, if I, yeah, if I don't remember correct. Um, if I do remember correctly. And anyway, so they were on a highway in Texas. And I don't know how the people organized. And I bet there are a bunch of articles on there that, that will probably tell you more than I will tell you right now. But in the end, it ended up being a bunch of mostly pickup trucks, but also some SUVs. Uh, I didn't see any other cars, to be honest. But yeah, it was, you know, a bunch of cars, basically, with a lot of them having or mostly all of them having like Trump 2020 flags sticking out the window. Um, 
Yeah. It. I read an article that some of the people were bearing arms, which in Texas only makes sense. Like, I don't, I'm not, you know, also don't take me wrong. I'm not completely against guns. Uh, I think they should be moderated. But again, that's a, that's a whole different topic. However, what they did is literally what I would see in certain war scenarios or, you know, again, with like the IS, like this, these are the videos that reach us sometimes from the Middle East, which are terrifying, which if mm. I would see that in my own country, I would get the f out like, like <laughs> the, seriously, like I would not like, this is, this is so saddening to see because I love America. I love the U S but this event mm. was like, th this is terrible. And what's even worse. And that's where I was getting at with this whole thing. What's even worse is that the president of the United States, Donald Trump retweeted a video of this having in all caps, Something like I love Texas or that's why I love Texas or something, which is oh. terrible. Like you should not at any, you should condemn this no matter what political affiliation you have. That's, those are attacks. If I would be the bus driver, if I would be on that bus, I would be terrified if people would show up in pickup trucks and other, in whatever cars, I don't really care, right? Mm. I, I would like to have a cyber truck. That's a pickup truck, so mm. I don't care. But you know, <laughs> if they would turn up next to the bus I'm in, maybe with, with arms on their bodies and trying to run a bus like that off the road or something for me, that's, that is, that is like a terroristic attack. Yeah, right. This is, this is so interesting. Did you see in a video that they were bearing arms? Uh, actually, no, it was mentioned in an article and I don't mm -hmm. want to spew any false like stuff here, but I'm pretty sure like, actually it's probably time to look this up really quick. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is crazy. Yeah. So as you were saying, I also the pictures of, you know, uh, like ISIS in, in Iraq or in Syria uh, waving their guns in, in, in the air, air comes to mind when you hear about this. This is really you wouldn't expect this to happen. Although, to be honest, there are so many guns in the U.S., yeah. especially in Texas, I think. It's not that surprising again. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking up some of the stuff, so uh, I can't really make this out right now. But it, it just all turns out to how a president behaves. Like, even if this event, even if it, it wasn't that bad, even if there were just, you know, driving by and, and yelling some stuff, and it's just behavior that no adult person, again, from whatever affiliation, should should even partially encourage if yeah. you're the president you should say that is wrong every voice needs to be heard and you are actually the one in charge needing to to make sure that every voice is heard right if if you're that that is partially what democracy is about and honestly what what trump is using right now are tactics that are super anti-democratic but that's the thing, Alex. He has never been presidential, and this is not the first time he has done something stupid like this. I mean, True. if I think about the campaign, his first uh, campaign, um, I remember the scene where I think this protester from Black Lives Matter, I'm not like 100% sure, but some protester was in his rally and started shouting something. I think in a democratic country, everyone has the right to present their ideas. And especially in the rallies, if you want to protest, you have the right to go there and say something. And he was like, oh, if this was 70s, 
then we would have punched his face in or something like that. And maybe we should do that. Maybe we should put him on a stretcher. Or he said something along those lines. What kind of president president or even back then he was a candidate, presidential candidate, would say something like this? He I don't think it's America first for him at all. It's just Trump first for him all the time. That's how it has always been. And if he wins again, it's going to be like that again, right? Yeah. On that point, I think, again, this might be unprecedented thing that never happened in the U.S. before. And I think uh, they have, like, after after winning or losing the, after losing the election, they have, like, 90 days of time before they have to leave the White House, right? Before, and until then, the next president is sort of president-elect and is not really a president. Yeah, I think it's like what February first or something when they officially like switch powers or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I think so too. Do you think Trump is really going to leave the White House <laughs> if if he loses? Well, here's the thing. I think Trump, as much as I would like to say he's completely stupid, um, yeah. he, when it comes to certain things, he isn't as stupid as I think many people would like him to be. So, for example, for this one, I don't think he will straight out just stay in the... I think here's what's going to happen. He will try to contest the result of the election and then just stay in the White House because all of this... And again, I, I there's this TED Talk episode. I think we can link it here somewhere um, yeah. in our show notes uh, and even on YouTube if you're watching there. But like what's going to happen is I think he's going to drag this out to this like scenario where he can legally, legally in quotes, but it is legal. Like it, it, it can be done where he can legally contest the result. And, and I think that's what he's going to do. I don't think he's just going to say like, like, a no, that's my house. I'm just going to stay here. Like he's going to try to fight this on a level where at least some people will say, well, if it's in the, like, if that's legal, if, if you can do this, then you have every right to do this because, oh, the Democrats, they, they had all these fraudulent, you know, envelopes being sent and he has to do this. And that's what legitimizes some of his actions in front of some of his people, right? What I really hope is going to happen is that People, well, first of all, I hope that he's just going to be beaten so badly in the polls that there's just no way anyone believes that he even had a chance to win. Like, that's my ideal scenario. Honestly, yeah. though, that might not happen. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it's it's really hard to to say what's going to happen. The only thing that I'm going to say is I'm not a huge like protester. I'm I've been barely at any protest in my life, to be honest. If this would happen in my country, that would be the first time I would be on the streets. I wouldn't be yeah. rioting because I think peaceful protests are the way to go. Make your voices heard. But that would be the time I would be on the streets mm. because that is when it's basically that's that's where dictatorships start, right? Yeah. Uh, you just brought up rioting. There are a lot of people in the big cities in the U.S., shopkeepers who are sort of trying to protect their shops right now by bolting down like 
I, I think these were wooden panels in front of their glass uh, windows. They're doing that right now. And there are certain militia groups as well who are mobilizing their members, which are doing some trainings. I saw a few videos where, and this is happening, I think, on the both sides, maybe a little bit more on, on the Republican side because they are usually the people who uh, go for, who talk about gun rights and right, right to bear arms, you know, all those things. But this is happening on Democrat side as well, that there are some militia groups. Um, but this is really scary when I see that yes. shopkeepers have to do such things to, uh, owners have to do such things to protect their property. To be yeah. fair, though, I did talk to someone living in Seattle yesterday, and they said that some of their shops have been boarded up for all the Black Lives Matter protests for a couple of months and weeks now. So, you know, it's it's not unprecedented. And for the May Day protests, people have been boarding up their shops over some time. So it's not something that never happened before. But okay. for a presidential election, I want to say it is a you you usually don't see it happening in those widespread you know in in, in every city and stuff like that mm -hmm. and yeah i'm i would be again uh i usually say that i would love to be in the us i i love american companies i'm a big fan of tesla i would love to have their products first try out their full self-driving stuff you know i'm sometimes really sad that i'm not in the us not living there i have friends there i love them to to my dearest you know um, yeah, and I and I said this yesterday. This is one of the first times in my life where I'm actively happy. I'm not in the U.S. and I don't know if I would be in the U.S. I would like to stay there over this period of time, right? Not only because of the pandemic and the really poor handling of that. Let's be honest. I mean, it's it's not actually going great here in Germany right now, but no, you know, looking at the deaths and looking at you know the statistics of how many percent of your population got we are still doing comparatively well and mm. they're doing comparatively horrible, but you know, especially for those riots, because think about this. I, I mean, I would definitely be voting for democratic people. I would actually, I might have been trying to get someone who is not in what either of these parties in. Well, I don't know. I, I would have probably gone for Yang or something. And anyway, but then you're I, wasting your vote, right? Exactly. And right now I would like my first and foremost, like, thing would be to not have another four years of Trump. So I guess, yes, I would definitely be voting for, for Biden and Harris, which is completely fine. But let's say you're living in, I don't know, a deep, deeply not democratic, like deeply Republican state. Yeah. And for whatever reason, someone knows what you're voting for, or actually like people, you know, you talk about it and then people start showing up at your house maybe or somewhere else like threatening you. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying this, this happened, but this, these would be my fears just because like political expression sh should be free. Like you shouldn't be threatened by any of this. And what it looks like to me right now is happening in the U S like people preparing for sort of a, I don't even want to call it that, but like a civil war, like yeah. this art, like people pitting themselves against each other, which is exactly driving home the point that Trump basically divided America. He is a polarizing fact. Yeah, a huge one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, I really, really hope that this does not happen, that everything yeah. uh, remains peaceful and, you know, I love the US as well. We might have been, like both of us might have been there next month, actually, if the pandemic wasn't there. But, yes, we yeah. would have been there. Um, 
And actually, the the good thing is this would have, I guess, been after the election. So I guess we, the the people who would have sent us there would have made sure that we're safe, or I guess would have not let us come there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. but okay. But the, but one point I still want to touch on here is. Uh, we obviously think like you have a gut feeling that Trump is going to win and I have a gut feeling or not a gut feeling. I have a kind of statistical feeling or hope that that Biden is going to win. Tell me why you think that he's go- like, why do you think not like we talked about, like we disliking some of his actions. He's not acting presidential. He, you know, all of that. But why do you think he's going to win? Because that must mean like he has more people, more people like it. What does it mean? The thing is, whenever you hear his uh, base sort of speak, right? You see some interviews on some YouTube channels or you can see Fox News. They are so much more enthusiastic about the polling. They are so much more loyal to him. They are like, and they are also very loud. I think that's also one of the reasons that it, gave me it gives me impression right now that he might win the other thing is the experience from 2016 where everyone was saying oh this guy has no chance at all and then he still won the thing over there was that people really disliked hillary like even the democrats right a lot of them wanted bernie to be the democratic candidate and if you think about it I mean, they, I can't remember the whole uh, situation, how it was, uh, but I think the party was trying to push Hillary forward and try were trying to restrict um, um, Bernie in, in a lot of things. You know, they were not giving him as much exposure as uh, they were giving to Hillary. So I think that made people hate Hillary and then thought, okay, we are not going to vote at all, or maybe vote for the third candidate. I don't think they voted for Trump back then, the Democrats, right? But now a similar thing happened again. Bernie was one of the leading candidates when they were trying to search for their presidential candidate, the Democrats, and he still didn't win, right? And I know he has said, okay, I want Biden to win. I'm telling you, please vote for Biden. But a lot of people still have in their minds is, oh, Biden is not the candidate that we want, right? And there's one more point. There's one more point. Uh, This is uh, Republicans are pushing this a lot as well. And I think it makes sense too, which is they are saying Biden has had... 45 years career as a politician. What are his achievements in those 45 years? What has he done that he can mention right now and say, this is something I did? He was not the president, but he was vice president back then when Barack Obama was the president. Uh, And I think he might have been uh, in some other powerful positions before that as well. He was. And he did a lot for women rights, I think. Okay. He, so yeah, he, he did pass. He's not completely unaccomplished. Okay. Maybe. So that's the thing. I don't know about that. And I think a lot of other people don't know about that 
as well. Luckily, I'm not going to vote. I mean, I would still have voted for Biden. So maybe, unluckily, I'm not going to vote. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but well, I, I mean, this is not these are the reasons country. I'm thinking. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think these are the reasons I'm thinking that Trump has a good chance of winning again. Yeah. Well, I think here here's the deal. Um, I this may be also me being in my bubble and trying to also look at some hopeful shivers of light, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but but what some of what I saw is people basically saying, "I voted for Trump," but then all the things happened that I thought would not happen to me. And now I'm voting for the Democratic Party, at least for Democratic people. And you saw that with, have you seen the Lincoln Project? So like, even on Twitter, you can see them. No, I haven't. That's basically a Demo- like a, a Republican um, conglomerate of, I don't know, like people, whatever. I'm not too deep into that. but And they are anti-Trump. Like they don't think Trump is standing for the values of the Republicans, which... I think is extraordinary because it shows that there's even within the party, some division. there's always, right? There's always like, you don't always support your front runner, but I've just seen cases piling up around that notion of, yeah, maybe Trump isn't the perfect one. And I know that he has a lot of loyal people who will just shout his name, like almost like a, what is it called? Like a sect? What is that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so, right? So, yeah, I mean, he does have these loyal people, which, I mean, congrats to him. Um, but <laughs> following someone blindly is basically what happened to Germany with Hitler. So I wouldn't suggest doing that. Um, and I would be really cautious of that. And again, no candidate is perfect. But what I think Biden has really drove home is compassion and even though America looks at Trump with some sort of he's a good businessman, which I can totally not understand because he ran all of his business into the ground, basically. Anyway, what what Biden has been doing really well is, and what I frankly, I hope that I would do as well as he basically looked at also his party and be like, who was strong as an opponent in debates? And he picked Kamala Harris. I mean, how cool is that? He's a He's a guy who will go out and do what every, like, it's like the textbook president. It's like, hey, if you have other people in your party who have strong views and who have a lot of support, take the, obviously he might have also chosen her for being women and having some of the women rights in there. She's, you know, of color. So he might have, there's obviously some calcul, it's called in German, right? So some calculations to that. But like, if you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, you would say, no, he has picked her because she's just a really strong voice in the Democratic Party and, and people are, are you know following her. So I think that is really strong. That will give him a lot of support, I hope and I think. Also, yeah. he has been showing compassion for certain groups where I think even though some people may not, I don't know, may not say this out loud, but still think it, like when Trump attacked Biden's children, yeah, I that's... like I lost I lost words. Like this is I don't even give a sh- about if you're president or if you're someone else. Like I don't I don't care. You don't do that. No, you don't do that. And yeah. and you don't and even with like wrong facts. Like and what I thought was like what got me to tears was 
Biden standing there in front of a national, like millions of people basically watching this debate and probably a bunch more after that and saying that he's proud of his son. Like, can yeah. you imagine what it takes to, to do this in front of everyone? But I think actually for Biden, it was the thing he all, like, that's just who he is. And that is what told me more than I, more than like, this is what basically this is what shows me if there's a person who's caring, who's able to care, right? This is a great point, Alex. I watched this video. I think I sent it to you as well, where Biden was talking to people after one of his rallies, I think. He was shaking hands, and he probably forgot to shake one person's hand, and he turned around. And this person, I think this person had Down syndrome, and this person uh, said, hey, wait, or something like that. And Biden, without even like waiting for one second, he just turns around, says hello to this guy, hugs him very tightly, like a father would hug his son, you know, or a child, and talks to this person. It just melted my heart. I would recommend everyone to go and search for that video. You will find it easily, I think, on YouTube. And it's, it was just so heartwarming to see this after watching four years of Trump. <laughs> yes, and, and that's, the, that's the point. And I really hope that people, no matter what they believe in, no matter what religion they are, what, what skin color they have, no matter what, look at some of the qualities that make humans humans, humans. right? And make them thrive in a society because let's let's take away all the laws let's take everything away go back to i don't know the stone age or something right yeah. people needed to survive in a group of people right mm -hmm. and why did people start to group together why it's not like every every man or every woman for him for him or herself right it's because we developed a sense of community and society which will benefit each other because some people may be better at certain things than others some people might be weaker than others, but smarter than others. I don't know. There's a bunch of things that benefit us from having a good relationship with others, even though we don't have to agree with everything they say. And I really hope that a lot of people will look at some of these events that happened, will look at how Trump reacted to some things, how Biden reacted to some things, and will yeah. come to the conclusion that, you know what? I don't have to be a Democrat to vote for Biden. I don't have to be a someone who, you know, like Biden is just trying to make the, obviously he will still push a lot of the democratic agenda, which frankly I think is fine. I don't disagree with a lot of that. I disagree with some of that, but I don't disagree with a lot of that, yeah. which, you know, that's, that's just what's going to happen. But if you look at those basic human qualities, I feel like the, the thing I usually like to say is, I judge people by my willingness to have, you know, sit down and have lunch with them. With Trump, I actually wouldn't have liked to sit down with him. I, I would have refused an offer like that. What with, about drinks? No, no, no. I would be afraid he would grab people. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, no, but, but, you know, so that's why I'm hoping that there yeah. is a majority of people who have looked at these things, who have experienced maybe some of these things themselves, who may have incurred loss of family, which I think is terrible through the pandemic, through a mishandling, which could have been avoided. And are just looking back and, you know, is it really worth me voting for someone of my maybe party, which is totally against everything I stand for? 
yeah. then maybe they will take a look at Biden and say, well, you know what? I don't agree with everything he says, but mm. at least he will be a president of the people. And if I'm for a republic, which is, you know, America, basically, mm. you can like the, the most American thing you could probably do is vote for Biden because what Trump has been doing, even though a lot of people might claim that's like, oh, that's American stuff. I disagree. I live there. And yes, some of it might be seen by outsiders as, oh yeah, there's America. Like say that people and, and the guns and yeah, that's great that you, that you have these trucks and you drive by the Biden Harris bus. And that's sure. But that's not what I'm, what I think. I think America is still about people from all over the world coming together. It's about freedom. Actually, it's about companies thriving. It's about people being given chances And I yeah. really hope that that you know people will look back at this ideal of the world and be like, you know what, is Trump really helping with that ideal? And hopefully, say no. <laughs> Great point, Alex. Um, well, I think maybe we should stop discussing this on this very positive note. <laughs> I again, I hope as well that Biden wins, uh, but. Let's see. I mean, tomorrow we will know more. We are six hours ahead of the East Coast in the U.S., right? Yeah. So it's already election day in, in the U.S. It's not... Well, it's know, election day, but it's like, what, 3.30 a.m. election day or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But tomorrow we might know more. And I mean, when we will release this episode, there will be... Either there will be some kind of result or they will be saying, okay, we still have to vote, wait for the mail-in ballots to come in. But we will know more by then. So uh, again, fingers crossed. Let's hope. I hope Biden wins and I know you too. So let's hope that he wins and yeah, and Trump is Trump is history, just part of history for the US. Hopefully Trump was trumped. <laughs> oh, that's a very Good pun. Very <laughs> nice way to say this. <laughs> cool. Oh, gosh. I would have been making shirts like Trump, Trump or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. um, we will definitely come back to this topic, I think, next uh, in, in two weeks when we have our next episode up. So exactly. even though it will be my choice to pick a topic and maybe we'll go for something apolitical for change, um, it will at least we'll, we'll look back at this and, and share our thoughts. And maybe if you're listening to this, you're like, well, I now know the result and everything you said is true or not true or something like this. If you agree or disagree, feel free to leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube or shoot us an email or email addresses in the show notes. We yeah. love to hear from you. And and uh, even though this is a controversial topic, I want to just say, and maybe you want to tag something on here, Habir, but I want to just say that we don't intend to you know, be disrespectful of anyone here, even though we are making some of those jokes. You know, some of this are also my personal opinions. However, as I hopefully try to bring across, I'm always for uniting people. And even though there are certain terms might, you know, people might disagree on, um, everyone has their right to have their voices heard. I just want to make sure that everyone has that same right and every voice is heard, especially if it's like a mail-in or something. Fun fact, I think almost every election I've ever been able to participate in, local and state and whatever, I did mail by, uh, I did vote by mail, which is just a thing here in Germany, which is just so much more comfortable because you just get it in the mail, you fill it out, you send it back. Like, I don't want to go to a place. Like, this is the 21st century. I want to do everything online and this is the second best thing. So, yeah. yeah. 
I, I do that as well. But once I did go to the polling station because, yeah, you know, I just became German and I wanted to <laughs> have this feeling of actually being part of something, you know, something bigger and going there, seeing other people as well and putting my ballot in the post. So uh, in the sure. box. So I did do that once. But yeah, it's so much more comfortable to do it, this via via post. But yes, yeah. again, uh, great point, Alex. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, and you know that's that's not our intention at all. We did make some jokes, but those are just jokes. And well, but some of them are. I'm I'm just going to be speaking for myself here. Some of these jokes are rooted in my belief that some of the stuff that especially Trump has been doing is just wrong. And you know, I'm I'm going to stand by my word here. Um, but this doesn't mean that I don't respect other people. I may just disrespect what they're, how they're doing certain things and what they're doing, right? Yeah. Or exactly. disagree, I guess is the right word. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I meant as well. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as Alex said, do comment as well. You can also say, haha, you were so wrong. We will be happy uh, to uh, read that as well. Uh, do let us know how, how you like our episodes. Uh, what do you think about this episode in particular? Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of German Masala. We'll be back in two weeks and you can find us on all major platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I think we're on Amazon Music now. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel where we try to publish some video content as well. Uh, may look different from time to time. We're, we're working, we're learning. So if you want to, feel free to check us out there. As we mentioned before, please drop us a comment if you're watching on YouTube or send us an email if you have any thoughts, if you have any topics for us you want us to discuss. We're happy to take a look at this. And German Masala is a podcast under the Alex Universe brand, I guess. I don't want to call it a brand yet. I guess it's a brand, right? Under the Alex Universe brand, which is currently this podcast hosted by Harbier and myself, Alex. And it's a YouTube channel called Alex Universe, which is like electromobility and stuff where I talk about this. It's uh, in German though. So uh, if, you're, if you're more of an English listener, this podcast is probably better for you.